Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, we're going to look at a unique project that uses art to capture the emotion for the healthcare industry of the pandemic. That's just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. In this episode, we're looking at healthcare heroes, and I think we can all agree that those hardworking men and women who uh, work in the healthcare system were putting behind husbands, wives, children, working long hours during the pandemic to, to care for people who were sick. And uh, it's a journey that needs to be documented, and, and the way it's being documented at uh, Baylor Scott and White Medical Center in Irving is very, very unique. So in studio today, uh, Nakoma Wolf with Baylor Scott and White uh, Medical Center Irving, Sarah uh, Beth Joyner from Healthcare Art Consulting. So thank you both for, for coming on the show. Thank, thank you, you for having us. All right. Be, uh, before we get to you, Nakoma, I want to start with Sarah Beth. So when did you start installing art in medical centers? I would say about 2006. And then in 2008, we realized that we had so many um, clients that were in the healthcare industry that we created a separate company called Healthcare Art Consulting in 2008. And um, we became EDAC certified, which was a very new thing that was rolling out in the industry, which stands for Evidence-Based Design Accreditation. Yes, and staying with you for a second, it can change the look and feel of a, of a hospital system, can't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It, I mean, there are certain colors that help lower your blood pressure, there's just certain imagery that just creates a calmness about it. And that's really what you want when you go in there because you're in such a panic mode when you have a loved one that's in there. You need to know how do you get from the front door to the patient room and, and be able to find your way back out too. Okay. Uh, before we show some pictures, uh, Nakoma, let's bring you in and talk about your relationship with Sarah Beth. How long have you guys known each other? Um, well, actually, I've had the privilege of working with Sarah Beth probably for at least 10 years. Um, I've, I've worked with uh, Baylor Scott & White Healthcare System for 18 years. Um, so I've been able to um, serve in various roles at various facilities. And along that journey, I've had the opportunity to work with Sarah Beth on a couple projects. Um, but most recently, the last seven years, we've worked on a project to really um, modernize and renovate our campus in Irving. It's about a $180 million investment. And uh, Sarah Beth was a wonderful partner and vendor to help us through that journey and really finish our facility with that healthcare arts feeling of, um, you know, uh, you said colors and the way you want to walk into your healthcare setting, feeling like this is a trusted place for us to receive care. And so she does an amazing job in helping us achieve that. Sure. And, and I know the way art can change the look and feel of like AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It's just filled with mm -hmm. artwork and it's just beautiful. Even some airports, modern airports have artwork that changes the feel of what could be a stressful place. Uh, 
Nakoma, talk about what it does for employees, what it, what it does for patients. I think environment is very important for everybody that has to intersect into any kind of healthcare setting, whether you're a patient, whether you're a family member, whether you're staff. The, the most important thing is you want to come to a place that you feel like represents the quality of the care that you're either about to give or receive. And so it's extremely important to us to make sure that we create that environment where patients and staff feel like they want to come there. They trust the people that are in that uh, setting to deliver that quality care and they feel good about their experience. And it's a healing type of environment because most folks, they don't want to come to the hospital. Generally, we have a lot of folks that end up in the hospital unexpected. And so it's a scary time for them. So having an environment that feels safe and feels uh, comfortable and exhibits the, the cleanliness and the quality that you expect to receive at, at sometimes the worst points in your life, uh, that's extremely important to us. Okay, so the first piece that I want to put up is called the circle of reflection. And I, I want you to describe this for us, um, Sarah Beth, what were you trying to capture? Um, well, this was, this was more about the employees and the journey that they took during COVID. And um, we were just trying to capture, we knew that um, the foundation um, and the employees and everything wanted something that would capture their journey. And so we worked with Nakoma and we worked with, um, with she worked with the staff and what, what, what all did everyone go through? What were the feelings that you had? And so those, that's what's written around, the adjectives were written around the feelings that they kind of went through. You know, and there was even suicidal, you know, and then, you know, what were the, um, what were the caregivers doing? Because oftentimes the caregivers were the person, the last one says goodbye to Mm. because their family members are not there. And so they're holding their hands, you know, sorry, getting a little emotional (laughs) on certain things, but they really are. They were holding their hands. Mm -hmm. And so there was a representation of the hands and the love that you're getting. Wow. I'm sorry. No, it's beautiful. And I I can tell that um, it wasn't just a project for you, that it was it was real. Mm -hmm. Um, Nakoma, as you see uh, Sarah Beth tear up, what is it? (laughs) What does it do to your heart? Uh, It's exactly what we wanted the monument to do. We wanted to never forget the journey as um, we went through for three years in our setting. Um, There was a lot of emotions and very little time for our staff to be able to process those and really digest what was going on because they weren't sitting home watching it on TV. They were living it every day by the bedside. So a lot of times there just wasn't a lot of um, opportunity to really unpack all of those feelings. So we did a couple of things to try to give them that opportunity, which down the road we had no idea would produce this amazing piece of art. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to talk about the montage pieces and I'll, I'll staying with you, Nakoma, have you describe what you're trying to, you know, accomplish in these collages. So tell us about that. These were amazing pieces and we're extremely proud to have these hanging up in our employee entrance area today. We had a lot of really neat activities um, to really help support the staff during this time. We have incredibly generous um, donors in our community that wanted to step up and offer, whether it be food or support or prayers in our parking lot, just a lot of great um, support from our community, as well as we wanted to do things to be able to recognize our staff during this time. One of the things that 
that was really challenging for us as a hospital is that we couldn't get people together in gatherings like we normally do to acknowledge folks and really recognize them for the for the great job that they do. So we had to think outside the box and come up with very creative ways to do that. In fact, one of the things that I enjoyed the most was our volunteers. We had a drive-by recognition thing for their years of service where they came through their cars and we all stood in the parking lot with, um, you know, uh, noisemakers and signs and posters to tell them thank you for all their years of service, even though the volunteers weren't able to work in the facility at the time, but we still wanted to recognize them. So we had all these amazing photos of all of these uh, events throughout the years. So that was one piece of the collage. The second piece, and this is where Sarah Beth and I kind of decided to marry the two, is that in a lot of our units, particularly our critical care units, we created these temporary walls, essentially to convert our spaces to be able to be negative pressure um, for our patients and provide the safest um, uh, care space. And what happened organically is the staff started to really draw and write words of inspiration, draw poems, create photos, uh, really reflecting their emotions. It became, these walls uh, were very stark and boring, um, but they decorated them beautifully with words of hope and just amazing uh, reflections. So when it came time to take the walls down, I had a hard time parting with everybody's emotions on these walls. So I invited Sarah Beth to come out to the facility and photograph them. So what you see in the collages are the uh, the background of the collage are those actual walls and the staff's real words of inspiration, drawings, pictures. And then we layered all of the photos from all of the amazing events that we had throughout that journey on top of it. And so some of the passages in there, I saw some Bible verses. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us how that came about. Well, I really, it's almost like, in a sense, if you think of, of a wall, and I hate to use the word graffiti in a way, but like in the sense that they're writing their mm -hmm. messages and, you know, it's, it's, they're trying to give a blessing. It might be to another family member because you're mm -hmm. not having family members come up there, but it's, it's to your staff and, and just words of encouragement, you know, because you constantly need that repetition of positivity in such a sure. negative environment right during that time. And it seems like you've created pieces where you never see it the same way twice. Mm -hmm. So because mm -hmm. as you're um, healing from that journey, you read it again and it hits you in a different way. So it becomes almost a living art piece. Mm -hmm. Would mm -hmm. you agree? Yes, yes. And it's in, it's, it's in the area where it's reinforced with the employees. So this is the entrance where employees come in and it just is a reminder of them just saying, hey, we're here for you and we're, we love you and we're thinking of you. And, mm -hmm. you know, even though you don't hear that now and you don't have those messages on those wall, it's still there. Yeah. All right, um, Sarah Beth, we're going to give you the final word here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your hope for the future in terms of uh, not just uh, Baylor Scott and White, but other other medical facilities? And, and d does this become just kind of a national trend where you can't even imagine a healthcare system without art? Yes. Um, off, here recently, oftentimes there um, hospitals are putting on programs to involve not just the community, but also creating a healing arts program. So they're doing rotating artwork in there now. They're bringing in the community, so it's more community-driven. Um, so it's not just just you know modern art. It's creating an environment where you have um, photography in there is really popular because it's something that gives you a relationship to be able to talk and convey with the doctors that you might be intimidated in talking to if you don't have that second degree or first degree, you know, or you just graduated from high school. So 
you know, it gives you a relationship to be able to talk to your to the folks and the staff. Wow. You guys both have been amazing guests. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your heart <laughs> with us. Uh, we're going to end with both websites. So we'll start with Baylor Scott and White. It's bswhealth.org. And uh, then Sarah Bess is healthcareconsulting.com. Thank you both for coming on the show. Thank, thank you. you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.